ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Later this year, Americans will head to the polls to vote for their next president. And it's looking like the contenders will be Joe Biden for the Democrats and Donald Trump for the Republicans. The catch is, while running for president, Trump is also facing 91 different charges. So can he still run for the top spot if he's behind bars? I'm Tegan Taylor and this is Quick Smart, the show that feeds you big ideas in bite-sized pieces. As the year goes on, this story is going to become almost impossible to avoid. So here is your cheat sheet on what the year of campaigning will look like, how likely it is that America will have its first incarcerated president, and why this particular election is so important to us all the way over here in Australia. Someone who is contractually obliged to follow this race closely is Matt Bevan. Hey, Matt. Hello. Hello, Tegan. Yeah, that's that's a good description, contractually obligated. Yep. I want to know what the year ahead is going to look like for the US. Oh, it's going to be pretty ugly. It's going to be pretty unpleasant. But I think in many ways it's going to be a little bit like, I mean, it's going to be a bit like 2020 minus uh, lockdowns, I suppose. I mean, the, the year is young. Yeah, well, that's true. Uh, but 2020 was a, a previous running of this exact same race between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Now Biden is the incumbent and Trump is the challenger. Uh, although in many ways, sort of having been the president previously, he comes with some of the advantages of incumbency. The people uh, have an idea of who he is and what he does when he's the president because they've seen him be the president for four years. So it's in a really unusual, historically for America, situation where you've got two guys who've both been the president running against each other. And if there is, you know, historical perspective to provide uh, on anything that is going on in the US, then it will definitely be on if you're listening. So, yeah, look, it's it's going to be a big and pretty probably unpleasant year for Americans who are watching how politics plays out, at least. The other part of the backdrop here is that Trump, I mean, you can't go a day without a news story about Trump being indicted or attending a court hearing. There's some sort of trial for some scandal or other. How is this going to affect how this all plays out? Well, it's going to keep him pretty busy, I think, is the, the key thing in the short term. He's going to have to be appearing in court on all these wide range of different issues, you know, all the way from the boxes that he took back home to Mar-a-Lago, uh, including classified documents. So there's the classified documents case. There's tax-related uh, cases in New York State. There are election uh, meddling-related cases in several different states. You know, he's, he's got a whole bunch of, well, 91 cases, uh, 91 charges uh, against him, but also a whole swathe of uh, civil cases as well. So it's going to be a really busy year for him. And on top of that, he's going to try and run for president. So it's going to be a... It'll, it'll keep him off the campaign trail, I guess, in the short term. And in the long term, if one of these criminal cases comes with jail time, then it's definitely going to make campaigning more difficult for him. Could he go to jail? Yep, absolutely. I mean, he's a man who is charged with a whole wide swathe of criminal offences, many of which carry potential jail terms. So of course, yes, he could definitely go to jail. If he did, does that rule him out from being president? Nope. Does in this country, you can't be an MP if you've got a criminal conviction against you. 
But in the United States, as long as you are 35 or older, you are a natural-born citizen. They're really not sure exactly what that means. And you've lived in the United States for the last 14 years. You can be the president. And Donald Trump fits those criteria. And so it doesn't really matter if he's in jail. So, yes, he, he can continue to run if he wants to, if he's put in jail. It's such a crazy scenario. The fact that it's even possible at all is almost farcical. Like, what's the actual probability that that's a situation that we're actually going to be looking at? Oh, I don't work in probabilities anymore, Tegan. I think 2016 taught us not to do that. Anything can happen. You've got to look at the probabilities that he becomes the president is the key thing, the, the, the probability that he wins the election. And I think there are a lot of indications that there's a pretty good chance that he will not. He has got a difficult road ahead of him to the White House. He is running against an incumbent who, despite Donald Trump's best efforts, doesn't have any big scandals uh, pinned to him at the moment. Donald Trump, the results that we're already seeing in primary races is indicating that there's quite a lot of Republicans who don't want to vote for him. And that's a big problem if you're a major party candidate. If you've got a large swathe of members of your own party who aren't interested in voting for you, Joe Biden is fortunate enough to be campaigning for re-election in a year when the US economy is looking pretty good and they're probably going to see some interest rate cuts towards the end of the year, just as the election season is coming to an end, which is always going to make it difficult for someone, for a challenger who's trying to unseat a sitting president when the economy is strong. So Donald Trump has all those things, you know, working against him already. So talking about, you know, the probability that he gets into a situation where he's not only just the president, but also has been convicted of crimes. There's just too many moving pieces to, to really put a number on it. I mean, speaking of putting a number on things, there has been a lot of talk about the age of Joe Biden. He will be 82 on Inauguration Day, but Trump's going to be 78 on the same day. So how does this age factor play in? Well, I think it would be a much bigger deal if the guy who was running against wasn't four years younger than him, you know? If if Joe Biden was running against Ron DeSantis, for example, the Florida governor who's now dropped out of the Republican race, who is decades younger than Joe Biden, uh, I think it probably would play a big role. But, you know, he's running against someone who is, you know, very much in the same generation. So uh, I don't know how many people are going to go, oh, gee, I'm worried about Joe Biden's age, so I'll vote for a 78-year-old. Joe Biden... One of the biggest things that he's always had going for him is that people know who he is. Uh, he's a very well-known figure. He's been in US politics since soon after the American Revolution. <laughs> and so everyone knows who he is, knows what he stands for. He doesn't flip-flop on many things. And, you know, the fact that he's 82 on Inauguration Day is... I mean, maybe it'll work against him to a certain extent, but I don't know. Like, imagine being a voter that would vote for Joe Biden but then goes, oh, no, I won't because he's 82. Who, who is this person? So, yeah, I, I, it's tricky. It feels like a TV show where I know all the characters and I know all their quirks and I've been following them for seasons and seasons now. What is it about the US, especially at the moment, that makes us as Australians so interested in it? Oh, well, I think Australians know that it matters. I mean, we're, we're, we're in an era at the moment where there are a whole lot of international issues that people really care about. We currently have two massive conflicts going on around the world that 
many Australians have very strong views on the war in Ukraine and the war in Gaza. And everyone knows that the US president plays a massive role in the outcome of wars like that. In both of those conflicts, you have one side that is very reliant on US support. But also, uh, I think Australians know that our trade with the United States matters a lot. And the United States trade with the rest of the world affects the cost that everything, you know, the cost of our groceries, the cost of our energy. So it matters who the US president is. And I think that's been driven home very, very hard in the last decade. So I think even if it wasn't a TV show winding into its ninth season when maybe it should have been cancelled in the fourth or fifth, even if that is the case, I think everyone knows it's important to keep across. Yeah, I mean, America is one of Australia's most important allies in a lot of different ways. What would it mean in material terms to Australia if Biden wins or if Trump wins? Well, if Biden wins, it doesn't mean anything. It just things continue as they go. Uh, if Donald Trump wins, I mean, you know, Donald Trump was uh, really ramping up a trade war with China, which had implications for Australia. Donald Trump didn't end up doing it, but was tossing around, putting tariffs on Australian imports to the United States. Donald Trump was talking about uh, abolishing NATO. Who knows what Donald Trump's opinion on the AUKUS deal would be? The lesson of his time in office was quite often Donald Trump's opinion depended on who he had most recently spoken to about it. And so, you know, the AUKUS deal is the biggest defence deal that Australia's possibly ever done, or at least has done in decades, and it's with the United States. And it's, according to our government, extremely important for our national security that we go through with the AUKUS deal and we get these submarines and we, you know, exchange technology with the United States. Everything has the potential to change very quickly if Donald Trump becomes the president again. So what are we looking for over the next few months in the lead up to the actual election day? You know, there's conventions. I mean, it's odd that they're going to have these big conventions given that the candidates have both been decided so early on in the process effectively. I mean, Donald Trump still does have competitors, so, you know, the primary process will play itself out. It'll be interesting to see how that goes. But at the moment, it looks like Donald Trump is going to end up being named as the as the nominee again when it comes to the conventions in the, well, I've got the seasons backwards, the summer into the fall in America. That's a big thing that's going to happen. There may or may not be debates. I mean... Donald Trump hasn't been showing up to the candidate debates for the Republican primary. I don't know whether he would decide to show up for debates with Joe Biden. I mean, you have two extremely known entities here running against each other in a rematch uh, of uh, an election that was not just in living memory, very, very fresh in our memory, only, you know, three and a half years ago. So what's a campaign look like when you know both the candidates so well? It's going to be interesting to watch what a campaign looks like in these circumstances, I suppose. But it's not going to be pleasant. Neither of them are going to say very nice things about the other. At some point, we will see who Donald Trump's vice presidential nominee is going to be. That might be a a bit of a twist in the news cycle. But yeah, it'll be interesting come late in the year. Yeah, I'll be warming up my popcorn. Matt, thanks so much for joining us. (laughs) Thanks, Tegan. Quick Smart Today was made on the lands of the Jagera and Turrbal Gadigal and Awabkal people. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.